This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Named the best podcast of 2018 by Apple. Tons of fascinating guests. Untold stories you won't hear anywhere else. Expand your wisdom and discover other perspectives that you've never considered before with The Jordan Harbinger Show. Join Jordan as he interviews high-profile people as well as intriguing personalities. Each episode features a discussion that might just take you anywhere. I recommend episode 970, where Jordan and guest Annie Jacobson talk nuclear annihilation. How likely is it? How scared should you be? And what comes after? There's also episode 886 with David Farina, which delves into the wacky world of flat earthers. These episodes are great starting points, but you're sure to find deep, interesting, and thought-provoking topics throughout Jordan's catalog. Turn off the music and turn up the wisdom with The Jordan Harbinger Show. We really enjoy this show and we think you will as well. There's just so much here. Check out jordanharbinger.com start for some episode recommendations or search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. In a world forgotten for centuries, Earth reawakens to the echoes of an ancient terror. For Grexus and Lentia, the dream of returning home becomes a descent into a nightmare. Secrets hidden for generations resurface, and the xenomorphs, a nightmare from the stars, Reclaim their dominion. Earth, once a dream reborn, now harbors a horror that defies imagination. Welcome to Freaky Folklore, the podcast where we discover the horrifying legends across the world and tell terrifying tales of monsters both ancient and modern. This week we're discussing the Xenomorph the most legendary and horrifying alien to ever grace the big screen. This show is part of the EerieCast Podcast Network. Find more terrifying tales at EerieCast.com and be sure to follow us on Spotify or your favorite podcasting service. You can leave an honest review on iTunes, too. The more we get, the more we grow. And hopefully, the more monsters we can explore. If you would like to submit an encounter or suggestions for future episodes, you can email them to carmencarrion at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter or Instagram for information on future episodes. In the year 2150, Earth faced an unprecedented global crisis as a highly contagious and lethal extraterrestrial virus named Xenovirus Epsilon was accidentally unleashed on the planet. The virus carried by microscopic cosmic particles infiltrated the atmosphere and quickly infected all forms of life. Xenovirus Epsilon spreads through the air, making it highly contagious. 
even minimal exposure leads to infection. The virus exhibits rapid mutation, making it challenging to develop effective treatments or vaccines. It adapts quickly to counteract any attempts at containment. It has a high mortality rate. Infected individuals experience severe respiratory distress and organ failure within days, leading to widespread fatalities. In a desperate attempt to save humanity, space agencies initiated the Exodus Project. A select group of scientists, engineers, and a diverse group of survivors boarded massive interstellar ships, fleeing the dying Earth. These ships equipped with advanced life support systems and sustainable ecosystems set course for the unknown in space. For over three centuries, the remnants of humanity drifted through space, living in self-contained colonies aboard the interstellar ships. They faced challenges such as resource depletion, social conflicts, and the psychological toll of knowing Earth was lost. In the year 2460, advanced sensors aboard the ships detected a remarkable change in Earth's conditions. Atmospheric analysis revealed a significant reduction in Xenovirus Epsilon, and the planet showed signs of recovery. The surviving population faced a difficult decision. Return to a now potentially habitable Earth, or continue their journey into the unknown depths of space. In ships that were weathered and aging. 300 years, 3 weeks, and 18 days had trickled away, an eternity since Earth's embrace of human life. The vast expanse of space, once a playground for exploration, had become Grexus' only reality. He scribbled these musings in his journal, the scratch of pen against paper echoing through the quiet corridors of the ship. Lentia! Grexus called out, the sound of his voice reverberating through the metallic chambers. Lentia's response, a playful laugh, bounced off the cold steel walls. What is it, Grexus? Grexus continued writing, the rhythmic tap-tap of his pen punctuating the conversation. It's crazy! Our ancestors thought space was a grand adventure. But all we've ever known is the hum of this ship. Lentia leaned against the corridor wall, her voice a whisper amid the spaceship's gentle hum. And soon, we'll feel the solid ground beneath our feet and breathe fresh air made by nature. Earth, a dream reborn. As the ship's mechanical groans harmonized with their conversation, the anticipation of the impending landing only a few weeks away infused the air. Grexus at 17 possessed an air of quiet introspection that set him apart in the bustling corridors of the Exodus. His deep-set eyes reflect a wisdom beyond his years, hinting at the challenges he has faced growing up amidst the cosmic expanse. Lentia, also 17, is vibrant with an infectious energy that radiates warmth and optimism aboard the Exodus. Her presence in the spaceship is like a burst of color against the sterile metal surroundings. They were like brother and sister, 
their relationship rooted in the unique circumstances of their upbringing aboard the Exodus. Their bond was forged through shared experiences and understanding. From childhood, the two had been inseparable, navigating the corridors of the ship and space side by side. Grexus, the captain's son, and Lentia with her energetic spirit, form a duo that complements each other in unexpected ways. The bond between them is evident in the unspoken language they share, a silent understanding that needs no words. They had spent many days in the library, reading through the hundreds of history books and novels that fed not only their imaginations, but fueled their dreams and kept them close. That was where Grexus preferred to be. But Lentia would drag him to the play zone or the gardens any chance she could get. Do you think that we'll be able to swim in the ocean? Lentia asked dreamily. Grexus thought for a moment. Maybe not at first, but I'm sure after they test the water for toxins, that will be an option. You should take some of those virtual courses on swimming in the ocean. Grexus answered without even looking up from the book he was reading. I'm glad they saved these old books. He changed the subject. It's so much better turning the pages than reading on a screen. It feels more authentic. Lentia smiled as she lounged on the chase across from him. He would forever have his nose in a book if she didn't pull him out. Come on, go with me to practice swimming. You know I'm terrible at digging through the computer archives. On the other side of the ship, the captain's quarters held a different rhythm. A heated conversation behind soundproof walls between Grexus's father and the ship's leaders. Hushed voices murmured about the Xenovirus Epsilon, a tale of cover-ups, and the looming threat of the Xenomorphs. Grexus's father, as the ship's captain, is privy to a hidden reality. It was information passed down only through the ranks of leadership throughout the years. The Xenovirus Epsilon was not a natural disaster, but a cover-up for a lethal alien threat, the Xenomorphs. These lethal extraterrestrial beings launched a devastating attack on humanity, pushing them to the brink. According to history, they had been unstoppable, with an extremely aggressive nature. They were able to adapt. They grew quickly in size and numbers, and they had strength and cunning that was unimaginable. Not to mention their blood was acidic and able to corrode through almost any substance making even injuring them extremely dangerous. The ship's leadership, aware of the possible ongoing threat, understands that the Xenomorphs might still pose a danger to the remnants of the human race, even though their ship's sensors could no longer find any trace of a threat. Despite the potentially dangerous situation, the main ship is grappling with mechanical issues that leave them with no choice but to land. The decision to evacuate becomes inevitable, forcing the ship and its inhabitants to confront the unknown dangers that may await them on solid ground. Standing near the observation deck, Grexus gazed out at the stars streaking by, contemplating the significance of the journey ahead of them. The ship, once a refuge in the vastness of space, now echoed with the energy of anticipation 
conversations with his father, the captain, focused on the logistics of the landing and the potential challenges they might face. But the nature of those challenges remained untold. Lentia bubbled with excitement as they made preparations to leave the ship, an excitement that they shared in different ways, but they both held a sense of wonder at the world they were about to rediscover. There was a sense of purpose during the days leading up to the landing. The ship's systems underwent final checks, and the countdown to landing displayed on the navigation systems heightened the anticipation. Grexus, standing next to his father, staring at the digital readout, felt a mixture of nerves and excitement. Earth, a once distant dream, was now within reach, and the promise of rediscovering their long-lost home fueled the spirit of the Exodus crew. In the quiet moments before sleep, Grexus would find himself contemplating the upcoming days. The thought of stepping onto the solid ground of Earth, breathing its air, and witnessing its landscapes after centuries of absence was a source of both awe and contemplation. Grexus was awoken early the next morning by a summons from his father. In the captain's quarters, Grexus faced him. Captain Valen, who had called for him without notice. The air held a quiet intensity as they embarked on a conversation that would redefine his understanding of the approaching return to Earth. Captain Valen began, Grexus, as we approach Earth, there are things you need to know, things that haven't been shared with the majority of the citizens of the Exodus. Grexus leaned forward, a mix of curiosity and concern etched on his face. What is it, father? A knot of dread immediately formed in his stomach. The captain sighed, a heaviness in his gaze. The Xenovirus Epsilon wasn't just a virus. It was a cover-up. The truth is, Earth was attacked by xenomorphs, lethal aliens. The decision to leave wasn't solely about a viral threat. It was about escaping an alien danger. Grex's eyes widened in disbelief. Xenomorphs? But we were told it was a virus that forced us into space. His father nodded solemnly. We couldn't risk panic and chaos on the ship. The xenomorph threat was real, and we had to protect our people. As we approach Earth, we must be prepared for the unknown, a planet that may still bear the scars of both viral and alien dangers. Grexus absorbed the revelation, the weight of the truth settling in. So, the impending landing? It might not be the homecoming we've imagined. Captain Valen placed a reassuring hand on Grexus's shoulder. No, it might not. But we face it together. The ship is equipped to handle potential dangers. And we've prepared as best as we could. The fate of our people rests on our shoulders. As they continued the conversation, the captain shared details of the contingency plans, the precautions in place, and the need for unity among the crew. Grexus, though grappling with the newfound knowledge, 
found a sense of resolve. The upcoming landing on Earth held uncertainties, but the shared responsibility with his father underscored a commitment to protecting the Exodus survivors. In the captain's quarters amid the soft hum of the ship, a bond of trust and shared purpose solidified between Grexus and his father, setting the stage for the challenges and revelations that awaited them in the days to come. His father swore him to secrecy, to keep the passengers from panicking. Grexus also chose to keep the secret from Lentia, at least until after they landed. After the conversation with his father, Grexus found himself burdened not only with the weight of the truth about the xenomorph threat, but also with a solemn vow of secrecy. As they approached Earth, Grexus grappled with the conflicting emotions of responsibility and the burden of silence. The days turned into a hushed countdown as the Exodus hurtled toward Earth. Grexus, torn between loyalty to his father and the desire for transparency with Lentia, had made a difficult decision. He had chosen to keep the truth from her. In their private moments together, amidst the quiet corners of the ship, Lentia sensed a shift in Grexus's demeanor. What's on your mind, Grexus? You seem more subdued the last couple of days, she asked, her eyes reflecting a mixture of concern and curiosity. Grexus hesitated, the weight of the unspoken truth pressing on him. It's nothing, just thinking about the future. It wasn't a lie. Lentia knew him well enough to know when he was hiding something, but she didn't push. He would tell her when he was ready. The final days leading to the landing were marked by a heavy silence between them. Grexus, wrestling with the burden of secrecy, focused on preparations while keeping a watchful eye on the ship's systems. Lentia, sensing the unspoken tension, offered silent support trusting that whatever troubled Grexus would be revealed in due time. As the Exodus descended towards the Earth, the unspoken truth lingered between Grexus and Lentia. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. What is horror to you? Monsters? Murder? Mystery? Well, if human monsters are your thing, June's Journey is the game for you, albeit in a more light-hearted tone. June's Journey is a hidden object game with a thrilling murder mystery set in the Roaring Twenties. You play as June on the hunt for your sister's murderer. Discover clues through exciting hidden object scenes with beautiful and atmospheric illustrations and music. Victory brings you closer to new plot points and suspenseful answers. When not hunting for clues, you can customize your own luxurious estate island with gardens, buildings, and decor. Or chat and play with or against other players too, in the Detective Club, where you could even put your skills to the test in the Detective League. June's journey is both relaxing and fun to play. With my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
Sometimes I find it necessary to remind my listeners what folklore is. Not because you don't know, but because sometimes we forget that folklore is constantly changing and growing. This is one of those episodes that make you think, hey, is that really folklore? And the answer is, yes it is. Aliens can be considered a part of folklore. Folklore is a collection of stories, beliefs, customs, and traditions that are passed down from generation to generation within a particular community. The concept of aliens visiting Earth and interacting with humans has been a popular topic in science fiction and has been the subject of many books, movies, and TV shows. However, there is no scientific evidence to support the existence of extraterrestrial life. Some people believe that ancient civilizations were visited by extraterrestrial beings, and this idea has been popularized by the media. However, these claims are not supported by scientific evidence and are considered to be pseudoscientific. It's important to remember that folklore is not the same as scientific fact, and it's essential to approach these topics with a critical eye. However, what adds intrigue to these accounts is their remarkable similarity. Upon closer examination, some of them also exhibit intriguing parallels with modern UFO and alien encounters. Moreover, these accounts seem to be ubiquitous, at least from a certain perspective. They appear in ancient writings, sacred texts, oral legends, from various tribes worldwide, and even in the Bible. Now we could do an entire season of freaky folklore just on aliens and UFOs. But instead, we're going to cover one at a time, starting with the most famous alien of all time, the Xenomorph. The Xenomorph has its origins in the 1979 science fiction horror film, Alien, directed by Ridley Scott. The creature's design and concept were the work of Swiss artist H.R. Geiger, known for his surreal and biomechanical artwork. Ridley Scott sought a unique and unsettling visual for the alien antagonist in Alien. He came across H.R. Geiger's artwork, which featured intricate and disturbing biomechanical designs. Geiger's creations fascinated Scott and became the inspiration for the Xenomorph. Ridley Scott collaborated closely with H.R. Geiger to bring the Xenomorph to life on the screen. Geiger's designs heavily influenced the creature's appearance, from its elongated head and inner jaws to its sleek exoskeleton. The Xenomorph's design reflects Geiger's signature biomechanical aesthetic, combining organic and mechanical elements in a visually striking and otherworldly manner. This unique design contributed to the creature's iconic and memorable presence. In addition to the visual design, Geiger also contributed to the conceptualization of the Xenomorph's life cycle, including the facehugger and chestburster stages. This intricate life cycle added depth to the creature's mythology. The Xenomorph made its first appearance in Alien, where it served as the primary antagonist, hunting the crew of the spaceship Nostromo. The film's success and the impact of the Xenomorph's design led to its status as an iconic figure in the science fiction and horror genres. In the films, the Xenomorph has a distinct and menacing biomechanical appearance, featuring a sleek black exoskeleton elongated head, inner jaws, and a long, flexible tail. The Xenomorph undergoes a complex life cycle. It starts as a facehugger, which attaches to a host's face to implant an embryo. The chest burster then erupts from the host's chest, 
and grows into the adult xenomorph. Xenomorphs are highly adaptable and capable of incorporating genetic materials from their hosts, leading to variations in their appearance and abilities. One of the most dangerous traits of the xenomorph is its blood, which is acidic and can burn through most materials, making it a formidable and hazardous opponent. Xenomorphs are known for their aggressive and predatory nature. They are skilled hunters and use stealth and agility to capture their prey. Xenomorphs exhibit hive-like behavior, establishing nests where they bring hosts for impregnation. The queen xenomorph is responsible for laying eggs and leading the hive. The xenomorphs are often silent, relying on stealth and surprise to attack their victims. Their ability to blend into the shadows make them particularly menacing. The xenomorph has become an iconic symbol in science fiction and horror genres, influencing popular culture since its introduction in the 1979 film. The success of Alien led to the creation of a franchise, with sequels, prequels, spin-off films, and various other media featuring the xenomorph. The creature's legacy extends beyond the original film, becoming a symbol of extraterrestrial horror. The intriguing aspect of the xenomorphs becoming a creature of folklore lies in its cultural resonance and the parallels drawn between ancient myths, legends, and the modern concept of extraterrestrial beings. This connection is not based on factual occurrences, but rather on the collective imagination and storytelling traditions. Many accounts of mythical creatures, gods, or otherworldly beings from ancient cultures share remarkable similarities with the characteristics of the xenomorph. This includes creatures in ancient writings, sacred texts, and oral traditions. The xenomorph's attributes such as its predatory nature, distinctive appearance, and its role in a complex life cycle bear resemblance to various mythological creatures found in diverse cultures worldwide. The ubiquity of such themes across different societies adds to the intrigue. The xenomorph's incorporation into folklore is also influenced by its portrayal in modern science fiction, especially in UFO and alien encounter stories. Stories of alien abductions, mysterious creatures, and interactions with extraterrestrial beings often echo elements found in ancient folklore. The widespread dissemination of the xenomorph through films, books, and TV shows, and other media has contributed to its cultural impact. As these stories become ingrained in popular culture, the line between fiction and folklore can blur, with the xenomorph taking on mythic qualities. The xenomorph embodies archetypal themes of fear, the unknown, and the dangers of encountering the alien or monstrous other. These themes have been present in folklore and mythology throughout human history, making the xenomorph's integration into folklore a natural extension of these timeless narratives. Human cultures have a tendency to create myths and stories that reflect their fears, desires, and collective imagination. The xenomorph, with its enigmatic and fearsome qualities, taps into these primal aspects of storytelling. The momentous day arrived as the Exodus descended through Earth's atmosphere, and Grexus, accompanied by Lentia, stood at the observation deck, peering out into the world they had longed to return to. The air in the ship buzzed with a mixture of excitement and nervous anticipation. 
and the atmosphere seemed charged with the collective heartbeat of the passengers. As the ship reached the clouds, the landscape of Earth unfolded beneath them. Grexus took in the breathtaking sight. The patchwork of lush greenery, sprawling cities, and vast oceans. Lentia, standing by his side, marveled at the view. It's beautiful. Everything we've heard about Earth is right in front of us. Grexus, caught between the awe of the moment and the weight of his secret, nodded in agreement. Yes, it is. As the exodus descended further, the ship's hull began to reverberate with the friction of re-entry. The vibrations transmitted through the metal structure, creating a tangible connection between the spacecraft and the atmosphere. Grexus's fingers instinctively traced the cool surface of the observation deck railing, grounding himself in the reality of the moment. He imagined that he could smell the scent of Earth as they approached the final stages of descent. It was a medley of fragrances, the salty tang of the ocean, the earthy aroma of forests, and the crisp freshness of the air. All things he had never experienced in real life only in recorded memories from his ancestors. As the ship touched down, Grexus felt a subtle jolt, signaling the end of their journey through space. The moment was surreal. The once distant dream of returning home had materialized. The metallic clunk of the landing gear meeting solid ground echoed through the ship, marking the culmination of centuries of exile. Hours later, Grexus and Lentia, hand in hand, stepped onto the solid ground of Earth. The gravity, the texture of the soil beneath their feet, and the warmth of the sunlight on their faces were all sensations that until now they had only experienced in dreams. The air, untainted by the recycled breaths of a spaceship, filled their lungs with a purity that was both refreshing and invigorating. Lentia turned to Grexus, her eyes reflecting the wonder of the moment. We made it, Grexus. We're finally home. Grexus, torn between the joy of the homecoming and the weight of the unspoken truth, managed a smile. Yes, Lentia, we're home. As the exodus settled on Earth's surface, Captain Valen wasted no time in ensuring the safety of the passengers and the viability of the environment. Grexus, standing by his father's side, observed the orchestrated movements as patrols were organized and dispatched to survey the surroundings. The first rays of sunlight bathed the landscape, revealing a world that had been absent from human experience for centuries. Grexus could feel the collective anticipation aboard the ship, a yearning to step onto the solid ground of Earth. However, Captain Valen's commitment to safety prevailed. Lentia, standing nearby, shared in the communal eagerness. Do you think it's safe? Can we finally explore? Grexus nodded, his eyes fixed on the organized patrols. Let's wait for the reports from the patrols. Safety first. The patrols, equipped with scanning devices and communication equipment, ventured into the immediate vicinity of the landing site. Grexus, watching the proceedings, felt a mix of anxiety and hope. The fate of the Exodus survivors rested on the information these patrols would bring back. After what felt like an eternity, the first patrol returned, their expressions a mix of relief and confirmation. 
Captain Valen, receiving the initial report, turned to Grexis. The area is secure. No signs of immediate danger. We'll wait for the other patrols to confirm. Grexis relayed the information to Lentia, a smile breaking through the tension. Looks like we're getting the all clear. We'll be able to explore soon. As more patrols returned with consistent reports of a secure environment, Captain Valen addressed the passengers through the ship's intercom. Ladies and gentlemen, the patrols have confirmed that the area is safe. You are now allowed to disembark and explore Earth, but still, exercise caution. A collective cheer erupted among the passengers as the long-awaited moment arrived. Grexis and Lentia, hand in hand, joined the stream of people making their way to the exit ramps. The first step onto Earth's surface was a surreal experience for Grexis. The texture of the soil beneath his shoes, the warmth of the sunlight, and the vibrant colors of the natural world were a sensory feast. The Exodus passengers, freed from the confines of the ship, dispersed into the landscape. While some people chose to explore but continued to use the Exodus for indefinite shelter, many made the brave choice to leave and start afresh. They had landed in an area near the ocean that had once been a vast city, its landscape marked with the skeletons of crumbling skyscrapers. They hoped to find shelter and immediately began life anew. Grexus still held the secret his father had shared with him, but he didn't want to ruin Lentia's first initial days on Earth with news that may be worrisome. He thought surely if there was a dangerous alien life form threatening their claim to Earth, they would know soon enough. Lentia and her family were packing for a trip to explore the city and then headed to the ocean in hopes of finding a place to make a shelter and eventually build a home. They were planning to leave the next morning. Lentia begged Grexis to come and eventually he gave in seeing that it was nearly impossible to tell her no. I would never dream of seeing the ocean for the first time without you. She intertwined her arm with his, looking up into his eyes. We've been planning this since we were kids. And I wouldn't dream of telling you no. But we need to talk before we go, he said, his tone turning serious. But Lentia, full of excitement, was easily distracted when she heard her mother message her, signaled by her personalized tone. She quickly read the message on her wristwatch and then excused herself. Mom is beside herself trying to decide what to take and what to leave. I have to go help. See you at first light? She left him with a quick peck on the cheek. As Lentia hurried off to assist her mother, Grexa stood there with a mixture of conflicting emotions. The weight of the unspoken truth bore down on him, but he couldn't bring himself to shatter Lentia's excitement with the revelation of the possible xenomorph threat. Instead, he resolved to find the right moment to share the information, hoping that their exploration would unfold without incident. The following morning, the group, led by Lentia's father, set out towards the decaying city. The remnants of the once thriving metropolis stood as silent witness to the passage of time, as they meandered through the desolate streets, the sight of ancient skyscrapers and crumbling structures held an eerie beauty. Grexus couldn't shake the unease that gripped him, the weight of the xenomorph secret pressing on his conscience. Yet he chose to remain silent, 
not wanting to overshadow Lentia's excitement with the looming threat that lurked beneath the surface. They encountered the remains of long-dead humans, their skeletal forms scattered across the urban landscape. The corpses displayed signs of violent emergence, with chest bones broken open as if something had burst out. However, the passage of centuries led them to dismiss these gruesome scenes as relics of a bygone era. As they moved through the city, their attention shifted to the horizon, where the distant sound of crashing waves beckoned. Their destination was an old beach house made of sturdy materials, like weathered cement, that had withstood the ravages of time. The decision to take shelter there seemed like a prudent choice. Upon reaching the beach house, the group found a sense of refuge in its solid structure. They marveled at the resilience of human craftsmanship that had endured for centuries. The sun had begun to set, casting a warm glow over the landscape as evening settled in. Inside the beach house, the air held a musty scent, mingled with the tang of salt from the nearby ocean. Dust particles danced in the slanting sunlight that filtered through cracked windows, creating an ethereal ambience within the aging walls. The creaking of floorboards beneath their weight carried the weight of centuries, a symphony of whispers from a bygone era. Lentia's family, overcome with a sense of accomplishment and the allure of the ocean, decided to take a twilight swim. Her father used the water testing kit he had brought from the ship to make sure it was safe before giving them the okay to wade in. The calm waves lapped against the shore as they ventured into the water, the atmosphere filled with laughter and joy. However, the serenity of the evening was abruptly shattered when Lentia's father, struggling in the water, suddenly found himself entangled in a nightmarish grip. Something wrapped around his face, sending shockwaves of panic through the group. The tranquility of the evening transformed into a nightmarish struggle for survival as the creature's presence heralded the beginning of an unforeseen and deadly chapter. As Lentia's mother tended to her father, Grexus pulled Lentia aside, his expression etched with a mix of guilt and urgency. Lentia, there's something I need to tell you. He began, his voice a hesitant whisper amid the chaos. Lentia, her eyes reflecting a mixture of concern and confusion, turned to him. What is it, Grexus? What's happening? What haven't you told me? Taking a deep breath, Grexus delved into the revelation he had withheld for too long. The Xenomorphs. They're not just legends. They're real. And they're a threat we've underestimated. Recalling the creatures they had heard stories about when they were young, Lentia's eyes widened in disbelief, the weight of his words sinking in. Xenomorphs? But how? Why didn't you tell me sooner? Grexus, grappling with the gravity of the moment, explained the horrifying truth. The facehugger, the Xenomorphs' deadly precursor, and the imminent danger they now faced. The atmosphere in the beach house shifted from shock to a tense silence as Lentia absorbed the reality of their situation. Tears welled in her eyes, her initial disbelief giving way to a profound sense of terror. 
We landed on a planet infested with these creatures. How could you keep this from me, Grexus? Grexus, his own eyes reflecting the pain of the revelation, reached out to Lentia. I wanted to spare you, to let you experience the joy of being on Earth without the shadow of fear. My father and the others thought the threat was gone, that they may have died out. Lentia, her fear morphing into fury, pulled away from him. You should have trusted me enough to tell me the truth. Instead, you risked all our lives by keeping this secret. The air in the beach house thickened with tension as Lentia grappled with the betrayal. The xenomorph threat, once a distant nightmare, had become an inescapable reality. The encroaching darkness outside mirrored the growing shadows within the beach house. A low, guttural growl resonated from the depths of the decaying city as the sun sank below the horizon. The air thickened with an eerie stillness, foretelling the impending horror that would unfold. Lentia's father, now held captive by the facehugger, lay motionless on the floor, an unwitting vessel for the xenomorph's insidious life cycle. The group, their earlier joy drowned by the revelation, stood frozen as the subtle creaks and groans of the beach house seemed to synchronize with the encroaching dread. Suddenly, a series of ominous clicks and skittering sounds reverberated through the air. The atmosphere tensed, each unsettling noise a harbinger of the impending nightmare. Grexus, realizing the imminent danger, grabbed Lentia's arm, his eyes wide with urgency. We need to go now. Grexus shouted, his voice carrying a desperate plea. Lentia jerked her arm away. Are you crazy? We can't leave my father. The shadows deepened as the beach house's windows rattled with unseen forces. The group, still processing the revelation, turned toward the source of the unsettling sounds. It was too late. The silence shattered in an explosion of chaos. Several fully grown xenomorphs, their sleek and nightmarish forms, burst into the beach house with a horrifying blend of speed and ferocity. Their elongated jaws dripped with corrosive saliva as they unleashed spine-chilling hisses, the unmistakable sound of impending doom. Panic erupted as the xenomorphs transcended upon the group, their razor-sharp claws slashing through the air. Lentia's mother, caught in the onslaught, fought valiantly, but was overpowered by the relentless creatures. The air filled with anguished screams. Grexus, his instincts screaming at him, pulled Lentia away from the gruesome scene. We have to go. There's no time. He yelled over the chaotic symphony of death. Lentia, her eyes wide with terror, fought against the grip of reality unfolding around her. Grexus, his voice filled with urgency, dragged Lentia toward the exit. You can't help them now. We need to get back to the Exodus. There's no hope for them or for the Earth. We have to survive. He pulled Lentia out of the house, and they ran for their lives. Thank you for listening to Freaky Folklore. 
the podcast about mankind's horrifying legends and myths. Don't forget to follow Freaky Folklore on Spotify and iTunes. If you can, leave the show an honest review on iTunes to help us grow. Freaky Folklore is part of the EerieCast Podcast Network, the home for listeners who love to feel scared. Go to EerieCast.com to find other terrifying podcasts, such as Destination Terror, hosted by me, Carmen Carrion. If you would like to submit an encounter or suggestions for future episodes, you can email them to carmencarrion at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter or Instagram for information on future episodes. Until next time, stay safe out there, because this world is a strange one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.